Welcome back to the Deacon Hoover Radio Network. This is Adam, your host, but with me, as always, is the star, Alex Deacon himself, the Deacon of Real Estate. Alex, how are we doing, sir? Thank you. I'm doing fine. Where's my coffee? Uh, here's a tumbler. It's empty. It's damn it. I, I should have brought. I should have brought the cup in. Yeah, you should have. Since I am the today. star, so you are the star. I'm Hello. slacking. Next time, I'll make sure you only have red M and M's too. Okay. <laughs> um, now listen, what we wanted to talk about today, Alex, uh, we wanted to give a little informative short on to evict or not to evict. That oh, is yes. the question. Good question. And Shakespeare would have something to say about that. Shakespeare would have something to say. To evict or not to evict? That's the question. Isn't that, that's deep, isn't it? I, it's very deep. That's super deep. I think we probably stop right here because that's that, just think about that and then get back to us. When you think about that and Shakespeare's attire, his normal everyday wear. Oh yes, I mean, we, it, well, it's... we go to evictions like that. <laughs> you win ninety nine percent of them if you're dressed up like Shakespeare, because they think you're pretty much insane and they better, you know, pretty much in, in your favor. Or, or they're going to be in trouble. Either that or dress up like the Spanish Inquisition from Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's a good question, to evict or not to evict. So we manage like 650 properties or so. So we have, you know, we have Mace Property Management, which is a company my wife and I own, and we manage properties for other clients. That's what we do with property managers, one of the businesses we have. Sometimes it's good to evict a tenant. Sometimes it's prudent to work with the tenant. Sometimes it's prudent not to evict a tenant, at least temporarily. So we try to get some of our owners to understand that. Some of them do, some of them don't. Some of them just, they, you know, they march to the beat of their own drum. But for, for example, when would you not evict a tenant? Okay, let me give you a really good example. Let's say property's in disrepair. It's November 15th. So what's... It's this is the northeast. So what's what's November fifteenth mean? Cold, wet, snow, heat problems, potentially frozen pipes. Um, do you want to evict that tenant, knowing that you're gonna have, you're gonna get them out of there in forty five days or so? You're gonna be stuck with a vacant unit in January. Then you're not gonna be. Then you're gonna be paying the heat, gas, electric. You're gonna be paying all those oh. bills. Right? It just starts to add up, yeah. Then you have to invest $10,000 into the unit because it needs rehabbed. So no one's going to rent it the way it is. So with that being said, sometimes it's better off to try to work, maybe work some sort of payment plan, pretend like that you're going to work with that tenant, okay? You can possibly... I mean, you can possibly start an eviction, Right? You don't necessarily have, and you can win the eviction, but you don't necessarily have to go for possession right then and there. It's a fine line, and it's and it depends on the, like, it depends on the tenant, also. This is where every okay. scenario could be different. Yes, I mean, and it depends on your financial wherewithal right now. I mean, if you don't have ten thousand dollars to rehab the unit, then just you know let that tenant work with the tenant try to get as much rent as you can from them until you get through the winter you know february-ish march while you're saving up some money to rehab the apartment so to evict or not to evict is really depends on not just the tenant it depends on the property condition of the property how much money you have set aside to rehab that property get the proper tenant in there it's not just a matter of if they're not paying the rent then i'm going to evict them it's a lot of no intangibles. you have to think outside the box because by being, you know, bullheaded and evicting, 
you could hurt yourself more than help yourself. Okay. Secondly, if it was the dead of uh, summer, then and you have the wherewithal to rehab that apartment, boom, I'm evicting that tenant now, like yesterday. Okay, like yesterday. It's just the way it has to be. So we have some owners who, you know, they they're hesitant to evict because. I don't know they want to be nice, or maybe they don't have the money to do so. But if it's in the, if it's in the dead of summer, and even if you don't have the money to evict them, so what? Right. Get rid of them. They're not. They're just using your property. They're not paying rent. You're not going to have to heat the property over the summer. Get them out of there. They're not paying. They're not sticking to their payment plan. Don't mess around. Get them gone. Period. Um, when do you work with somebody? So you either evict or you don't evict, right? I mean, it's not clear, cut, and dry. It's never like that. But, you know, standard procedures should be you have enough in your reserves that you can fix any apartment that's coming vacant. And you have enough, uh, you have the ability to float a vacant apartment for so many months or so many, you know, days or whatever. But you want to evict somebody when they're not paying by the 30th and they have no intention of paying. They haven't set up any sort of payment plan. By the end of that month, nothing's come in. Maybe even before that, a couple weeks before the end of the month, then start the eviction process. It's always good to start it. When you start it, it tells the tenant that you're serious. They get something in the mail from the magistrate and it says, hey, do you have enough? you have a court hearing this date? I'll tell you what, when they get that letter, then they know you're serious and half the times to maybe more than that that the tenant will start to make payments now there are certain ways that you need to collect that money and and account for it that has to do with the eviction process in itself and that's a whole different that's where we get maybe um a good real estate attorney who does evictions for us to come in and talk about that gotcha um so yeah it's not it's not evict it's not don't evict it's a gray area. It depends. On the long version of this, we're going to go into what type of payment plans you can set up, what different methods or methodologies I have of of working out something with the, with the tenant that can actually be to your benefit in the long run. I mean, more money in your pocket over the next two or three years versus... Put a little interest on it. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's only being fair to the tenant. Mm-hmm. So you're spreading out their... Uh, like their deficit over maybe a couple years. Right. So we'll t- we'll go into that. Let's see. So that's that. That's that. And then um, as of right now, we're making this short, sweet, and to the point, guys. Mm-hmm. The, the whole point of this is, listen, right now, when, if you're listening out there, don't feel as though you're, you're, uh, you painted yourself into a corner either way. Uh, you're not forced into an eviction. On the flip side of things, you don't necessarily have to let somebody um, – just kind of set up shop in one of your in one of your properties, you know, uh, free of charge long term either. Um, it's a very gray area, and Alex is going to go into that gray area in a very deep manner uh, in our long form version. Super deep. Super. We're going like deep. We're spelunking in in, yeah, in the long form version. We're going belly smacking and then deep. Really. <laughs> So here, guys, here's what you want to do. Please go to dhrea.com forward slash learn. You're going to have the full version of this. 
We're going deep. We're going deep this time. It's yeah. going to be like deep impact. I don't know if you guys can handle it, but if you if you think you can, tune in. Please tune in. And uh, guys, make sure you're checking us out on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spreaker, uh, uh, Podomatic. Look for us on your favorite podcasting sites uh, and make sure you're checking out uh, dhrea.com. That stands for Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors.com forward slash learn where you'll have all of our long form versions available for you right there. Guys, for Alex Deacon, the Deacon himself, and for myself. Thank you from everybody from Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors. We will see you next time.